Welcome to the God is Social podcast. We are now in our second week of our February Facebook extravaganza. Last week, we covered discipleship versus evangelism. But this week, we're talking about Facebook Live and how we have a love-hate relationship with it. We're putting all of this Facebook content out in support of the video course we just released called The Ultimate Facebook Course for Churches. This is an 80-minute video course that we put together specifically for churches who want to learn how to use Facebook as a tool to grow their church. For more information on that, just check out the show notes or go to our website at godissocial.com. But with all that having been said, let's get into it. Hello, God is Social Army. That's right, I just called you an army. It's now a thing. Don't make it a thing. We're an army. We're doing this. My name is Gabriel, and with me today again is lover of all things insights, Narelle Hutchinson. Woohoo! It's awesome to be back for the second God is Social podcast. Thanks for having me, Gabriel. Today, we're talking about Facebook Live, and we're not going to be giving you tips, tricks, and hints, and hacks. Honestly, we're just going to be talking to you about our love-hate relationship with Facebook Live, because we've got to be honest. We've got to be honest with you guys. Facebook Live, I can't decide whether I love or hate it. How do you feel about it, Nero? Well, I feel like it's important to note that I will be giving some hints, trips, tricks and hacks because that's my thing and I love hacks and I love making things easy for people. No, you're the insights woman. <laughs> Been branded. I can't go beyond it. You can't be anything other than lover of all things insights. I do love insights. I love insights, that's true. But I also love hacks. So I, I more often than not lean towards I hate, live, I hate live streaming on Facebook. Number one, because I'm not a public speaker, so I personally never go live on my Facebook page. Um, I do see the positives of it as far as reach is concerned, as far as people viewing in, as far as it really establishing relationships between you and the people that you're communicating with. So... I think there's definitely a huge place for it. And plus the fact that Facebook pushes Facebook Live. And if Facebook didn't push Facebook Live, honestly, I wouldn't use it. But hit us up with some stats and insights, (laughs) Miss Lover of all things stats and insights. This one I love. It is from Livestream.com. And it says that 67% of live video viewers are more likely to buy a ticket to a concert or an event after watching a live video of that event or a similar one. And you feel like that can translate to church attendance as well? Absolutely, because the reason that we're doing live stream is not so that we can be internet famous. It's so that we can get people to join our congregation. And I feel like it's super important to know that people who are watching your live stream may be considering coming to your church. That's true. So I guess we've now got two positive points for live stream video. We've got the fact that... It gets more reach, people get notifications and and it gets more engagement than our standard posts. And point number two being that we know that people that are watching it are more likely to come along to an event after seeing it. That is true. However, that doesn't change the fact that I'm a control freak and when things go live, I can't control it. So this is my pet hate with um, live stream is you can't control the quality and especially if you're the person that's recording and live streaming, you have no idea what's going on. You may get a streaker run past the screen. You don't know. <laughs> it's going live to the internet. You may, you may get the, uh, the end times guy get up in the middle of the service. 
start <laughs> proclaiming end times. And you're just going to go, cut the feed, cut the feed. <laughs> it's so true. It is hard to be a control freak and to do live streaming because you do have limited control. And there's always that one lady that just stands up right in front of your camera in the middle of your live stream and nobody can see past her. I know you've got another stat there that I feel like will be the answer to all of our grievances. It's not the answer to all of our grievances, but it definitely confirms our grievances. So I'll just put it out there again. It's from livestream.com and it says that video quality is the most important factor for 67% of viewers when watching a live stream broadcast. That's true. And when I speak to a lot of pastors as well, including our church, a lot of pastors do not want to live stream unless it's done well. Because my reaction, my pastor's reaction, my old pastor's reaction from Melbourne, shout out T-Pain from City Edge Church. We all just know that, uh, you know what, like this really dodgy kind of live stream, it's just not doing it for me. So I want to do it well. So I want to tell you that if you're thinking that, you're actually right. So the stats are telling us that Facebook Live is bad if it's done badly. And it's good if it's done well. That's right, because nobody wants to be putting something out there from their church that isn't consistent with what the church is doing. So if the church has a really good brand, has really good advertising, has really good preaching, really good servants, that's all fantastic, but then it has this horrible live stream that doesn't represent who the church is at all, then they'd rather not do it. It's bad branding. It can lower the perceived quality and image of your church. As I mentioned before, with our church, with Pastor Jacob, he's like, no live streaming of the sermons because he just doesn't feel like the church is in a position where we can do it properly right now. He wants to wait until we move into a permanent building, which is going to be in a couple of months. And then once we do that, we're setting it up with the full kit and caboodle and with the proper DSLRs and the whole thing done properly. However, there are other ways you can be live streaming in your church apart from live streaming the sermons using just your phone that still maintains good quality. That's right. We still do a lot of live streaming in our church, even though we're not set up to do the live streaming of our sermons. One of the main ways that we use live streaming in our church at the moment is through sermon previews that we upload on Friday mornings where the person preaching that particular week busts out the phone in front of him and just gives a little impromptu, hey guys, how's it going? This is what we're going to be preaching about this weekend, inviting people to come to church on Sunday. And I absolutely love the sermon preview idea because for me, it gives me an an opportunity to be able to read the Bible verses that are going to be preached on the weekend so that I don't sort of feel like I'm playing catch up when we get in there. Yeah, but for me, I more so like it just because I feel like it helps people just to get to know the pastor a little bit better. It's, It's very impromptu. It's very relaxed. It's a great way just to show people that the people in your church just normal people, including the main pastor. So even that's a great idea, but what about those people that are like, you know, they video up their nose and stuff? They do Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> they do Jabba the Hutt camera. Yeah. Like when you're FaceTiming your parents and all, the, all you can see is like this huge three chins and up their nostrils. Is that what you're talking about? That's what I'm talking about. So we know Facebook Live is bad when it's bad. That's true. So for five tips on the best Facebook live practices, you can go to the God is Social YouTube page 
We've made available for free a great segment from the Ultimate Facebook course for churches, which covers things that you can be doing to make your live stream better. End plug. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell I read that? No, but seriously, head over to YouTube and check that out because that gives you a little bit of a glimpse of what you can expect. I do it in live stream mode as well, just for your information, just for the novelty factor. The whole, and I want to say that because the whole course isn't done with me just holding a camera, holding a phone to my face. Anyway, now another thing that deters a lot of people from live streaming, not so much us because we've already got thousands of dollars worth of video gear, is the price that it costs to do live streaming well. That's right. So if you don't already have a photo and video team in your church that have the equipment there, then you're probably looking at probably somewhere around three to $5,000 outlay to set up a good DSLR system for video recording in your church. We know that most small churches don't have that budget available to them. A lot of large churches don't have that budget available to set up live stream. That's true, which leads me to a little application that I think is great and perfect for churches in that situation, which I actually recommended to a pastor just the other day. And that is an app called Switcher. I love Switcher. I'm a big fan. I really am. Now, Narelle and I have arguments about who discovered Switcher first, whether it was me or Narelle. I say it was me. Narelle says it was her. And the easy way to determine this is how long ago did you discover Switcher, Gabe? Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah. My foot. My (laughs) foot, you discovered it ten years ago. Your foot? You discovered this, like, within the last 12 months. I was using this... You were using four years ago. You were using the recorder version of Switcher. You didn't mention anything about the fact that Switcher had a live stream version of their app. Anyway, shall we talk about Switcher and about how great it is? I'll talk about it because I discovered it first. So what Switcher does is it allows you to have multiple video angles using multiple phones and control it from one iPhone or iPad. So let's just say, for example, that you have three iPhones and an iPad that you can use at church. You place those three phones at different angles in your church. You might have one up on stage, you might have one back capturing the crowd, and you might have another one on the other side of the stage getting a little bit of a wider view. The cool thing about Switcher is that all of those feeds go back to the control iPad or iPhone, and you can control what view is going live just by touching on the screen. And that live feed goes straight up to wherever you want it to go. In this case, Facebook. Yeah. And it's a really cool, really easy way to set up different angles. And not only that, you don't have the big bulky camera equipment all around your church. And everyone has an iPhone. That's right. So it's like less than $20 for the app, I think. And your only issue then is the thing that gets complained about probably the second most when it comes to live streaming, which is audio. And it's no issue at all because the way that I would set it up, I would have the controlling device set up near the mixing desk at the back and you can use a little adapter called, what is it called? It's called the iRig adapter. The iRig adapter to go out of your mixing desk and straight into your phone, which means that not only do you have multiple camera angles, but you also have the direct mic feed from your pastor's microphone. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. With the initial outlay of under $20 for the app, plus the little iRig thing, I'll leave a description in the show notes. But it's showing up at about $60, $65. You can then utilize all of your current equipment that you already have in the church that will 
up your live stream something chronic. And most most churches don't have to go to a meeting for $200 worth of gear. So that means that you're going to be able to be getting your stuff out there online. People are going to be getting notifications or the positives of live streaming with a less than $200 outlay. I think it's good. It's not the ultimate, but I tell you what, it's definitely a huge step up. That's for sure. So it will make it more engaging. It will make it look more professional. It will make it sound more professional and people are more likely to stay tuned into it. Shall we talk now about my favourite and our favourite hack that we do? Yes, this is absolutely, for me, this is a necessity. I can't deal with live stream dropouts. I can't deal with waiting for the audience to come in. I There's just so many things that that just annoy me about live stream that is overcome by this one simple hack. So do you want to explain it? All right. You guys ready? Are you ready for this? It's big. It's, it's prepare big. yourself. Right. We pre-record our live stream and then upload it as a live stream. Boom. Now, while I'm waiting for you to try and comprehend what I just said, I'm going to tell you how we do that. To put it simply, we record a video as we normally do, whether it's a sermon or a sermon preview or a whatever you're recording. We edit it, we put the music in there, we do the cool transitions and everything. And then using a program like OBS, which is a free broadcasting software, you can go to their website, obsproject.com, and download it for free. And what this enables you to do is simply just load in the pre-recorded video, and then from there, you put in your live stream key from your Facebook page, and you simply start live streaming the pre-recorded video. And the benefit of this is, is that you get ultra high quality production video with the reach benefits that Facebook gives you from choosing to do it live. And this also helps me with my control issues because I know exactly what's going up. I know it looks great and it's not so much control issues. I just don't like doing something unless it's done well. And I don't like putting my name to anything. Even if nobody even knows it's me, I know it's me. And I don't like putting my name to anything that looks bad. So try that out. There's probably a few other programs you can do it with, but we use OBS and that enables us to upload pre-recorded videos as if they were live. Boom. All right, guys. Well, all that being said, I hope we've fleshed out our love-hate relationship with Facebook Live and maybe you guys have been able to relate a little bit to it as well. If you've got any more questions about Facebook Live, let us know. You can email us at hello at godissocial.com. You can find us at our Facebook group called Church Social Media. Church Social Media. And to support this ministry, to support what we're doing, go onto the God is Social website and purchase the ultimate Facebook course for churches. I think it'll be a really good asset for your church. It will definitely help build the kingdom and get the message of Jesus out online. That having been said, I'm Gabriel Hutchinson. See you next week.